What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me as always. Game one NBA Finals recap. The buzzer just went off. It's one of the craziest fourth quarters I've seen in quite a while. Are you, are you not entertained? That's a good way to put it, actually. Me and Big Nick the Quick are going to talk about uh, game one. Just chop it up real quick. Give y'all a quick 30 minutes on the game. Um, Going into the game, I'll just kick it off like this. I texted Nick, and I'm like, so if you don't know, going into the year, me and Nick had a bunch of futures. We had we played a couple teams in the West, and it was mostly Suns, Warriors, and then we played Bucks. I, the only team I really played in the East was the Bucks. I thought it'd be a rematch. I played, Suns, yeah, Bucks. I, I played straight Suns, Bucks, and no yeah. one else. Yeah, yeah, that was most of where most of our money was at, right? And but I still had some Warriors futures right before the game tips. I text Nick. I'm like, man, my gut is telling me the Celtics are going to be tough here. Like my gut's telling me the Celtics are going to win the series, but I'm not wagering on it. I'm not going to put up any money. And earlier on MSG, I laid out, I was like, these dudes, the reason, the, the one and only reason the Boston Celtics beat the Miami Heat and the Milwaukee Bucks is they flat out had more buckets than them. They yeah. could go to guys that could get them more baskets. And that was exactly what happened tonight in the fourth. The, the, well, before we even get to the fourth, what'd you think of the game? How'd you think it went? <laughs> I mean, is what that what happened? Was- is that what happened in the fourth quarter? Because, yeah, I mean, we, we'll get to that. But, like, yeah, as far as the game goes, first of all, man, this is 100% what you sign up for, right? Like, we, we, watch, the, we watch all the games all year, watch all these playoff games, go through all these series, and we hope that we get to an NBA Finals that's matched up like this. And this game didn't disappoint. No matter who you're rooting for, it had every kind of drama you could hope for. Big runs from each team. Steph looked like in the first quarter he was going to go for 60. You know, we were looking <laughs> yeah. like we were in for an all-timer. Right. Um, like, I'm just going through my notes on the game. Like, I think I had four different people where I was like, yo, this is their game. Like, I have Otto Porter game written down. I have Derek White game written down. I have Al Horford game written down. Jalen Brown game written down. Like, everybody seemed like, you know, at, at any given moment, they were going to be the person that was going to take over this game. So as far as the drama, the ups and downs, the pure basketball, the high level of skill, like all that was there. Um, Okay, (laughs) let let me tell you where I'm at on it because the explosion in the fourth obviously is what is what blew the doors open to the game. In the fourth quarter, the Celtics scored 40 points. They were 15 of 22 from the floor, 9 of 12 from three. Unreal. Just in the fourth. They outscored them 40 to 16. Th- threes were falling like crazy all game for both squads. Yeah, the yeah, the net was bigger out in San Francisco tonight. It was for sure. massive. This was this is now that the fourth quarter happened, and and I mean it is what it is. They they came back. At one point, I opened up uh DraftKings just to see what was going on. I lost my only bet I played tonight. I played third quarter under. But I was looking to see what it was going into the fourth. At one point, I saw the Warriors minus 11.5 and and minus 1,400 to win the game. They end up getting their doors blown off. Yeah. They lose by double digits. So, overall, to cap it, it's really interesting that 
Steph goes out and does what he does. And I don't know what Boston was doing in the first quarter. They were playing drop coverage like he I don't know who like like, like they like, like they had like never seen like like he wasn't Steph Curry. Yeah, like they had un, never seen him un, play before. Unbelie- unbelievable. They it were was giving crazy. so many open looks in the first quarter, and he was obviously gonna take that every single time. And like that's what I thought. I'm like, man, like I get that it was only a four point fourth uh, first quarter, but I'm like, this pace is favoring the Warriors. Like, there's no way they're gonna be able to keep up playing this style of basketball with the Golden State Warriors. Like, again, I get it was close. Both teams kind of had that offensive onslaught in the fourth quarter or the first quarter. But man, like they were playing him like it wasn't Steph Curry. Yeah, no, they were they were they were switching and playing drop coverage. It didn't make any sense, and he was knocking yeah. him down and making a pay, right? So he has an explosion in the first quarter. They don't really pull away, still a close game. Then when it, when it's all said and done, Jason Tatum doesn't even score 20 points. So Jason it's Tatum like Tatum didn't score for 20 straight minutes in this ball game. Yeah, a, a so and didn't look to score either. No, it wasn't like he played great defense and he was dishing. You know, what I mean, he was he was doing his thing offensively as far as playmaking, but he was not calling for the ball. He was willingly passing it. You know, what I mean, he was just kind of like part of the action as far as whatever they were doing, but he was not looking to score. That's and, why Brown's fourth quarter was so massive. The way he came out of the fourth after those initial first couple minutes where Golden State was up and looked like they were going to win the game, yeah. Jalen Brown really kind of took over. And you know what's funny is that if that doesn't happen, we're slandering Tatum for not going to get his looks in the third quarter when they had their Absolutely. explosion. Like, yeah. no, you, you disappeared the whole game. I still am. Like, I, I, like I, I, yeah, I don't understand what happened there. But, yeah, I mean, obviously they won. But, yeah. Well, this is the excuse now, right? He could just be like, oh, in the fourth, I'm not. Why would I be shooting? Everybody yeah, else is I'm, knocking down everything. I'm looking for everybody else. Yeah, but I'm playmaking. But, yeah. But before that. It was going to be like, yo, what What was you up to? What were you doing there? But then the counter to that is like, yo, will Derek White and Al Horford ever get that hot again, ever again in their life? You know what I mean? Al Horford hit, what, six threes, seven threes the night? Derek White threes. hit, I want to say, two or three in a row that were massive. Um, Jalen Brown, again, came – Jalen Brown was, I believe, the catalyst to everything they were doing as far as the end of the game goes, right? Because even at the beginning of the fourth, look at the Warriors were going to run away with it. I think the Warriors were up like 14. Um, next thing you know, Jalen Brown comes out after timeout, killing them. Al Horford, Derek White, like the three of them absolutely led that charge. Marcus Smart had a couple big shots down the stretch, but it was really started by Jalen Brown coming out, killing them, like on fire. And and Jason Tatum was nowhere to be found. Brown's been doing that. And he he and he doesn't. He's comfortable he's, doing it. I was just going to say he looks so comfortable. He's very, not forcing anything. Yeah. Very under control. Very relaxed. Like, let me go ahead and go get a couple of buckets. We need a couple of buckets here. And I think the biggest thing is for that fourth quarter, they got out. They came out in a hurry. Yeah. They weren't trying to scrap and claw. They were back in the game with legitimately nine and a half left in the, in the fourth. It was like a three-point game. Yep. Tom Lord had a dunk, and it was like a three-point game at that and point. He, and he played great D down the stretch as well. By the way. It's like, it's like Boston flipped a switch down the stretch that – They pummeled them down the stretch. And Golden never State, able like, to come up. They could not score. They, they couldn't do anything. they were hitting everything. Again, Al Horford's hitting wide open looks. Derek Wright's hitting timely threes. Jalen Brown started off for him. And they suck they didn't even need Tatum. Tatum was playing good D. Again, doing that. Obviously uh, distributing well, but he wasn't – the uh, the the Jason Tatum that we're used to as far as going for 30, 40, being unstoppable and really looking to get his. 
for all that for all that Kobe talk he's got, he didn't necessarily have um the shot attempts to match, but they won. You can't really argue with a 12-point <laughs> victory, right? Yeah, no, you can't. You can't. I, I also I in the fourth, I don't I, I don't want to say I don't even I didn't feel like Golden State was playing poor D. Boston was moving the rock very, very well. Extra pass here, driving dish here, wrap around, pin, find the open guy. They weren't, it wasn't Derek White hit a couple tough ass shots. Yeah. Shot clock running but, down. But the Horford shit was open. It, like yeah, you said, it's but, finding the open man. And that kind of exactly. plays into what you just said about Tatum as far as look, look everybody's hitting their shit. If we're moving the rock, these guys are wide open. Yeah, that's his built in now. Down. Why am like, I going to take a contested shot yeah. when I got three guys in my face? So Yeah, no. Yeah. I'm, and, I'm and, finding and, guys that are knocking ball, knocking, knocking jumpers down. You know, and in that regard, they did exactly what they were supposed to do again. They won by 12. They came back massively in the fourth. I thought that game was over early on. I'm like, yo, Golden State's at home. Crowd is with them. This is the Warriors. This is the championship. Again, that championship DNA like we just talked about on Tuesday. Um, but, man, what a game. What a fourth quarter. What a run. Any other takeaways of that game? What were some other takeaways that you had while you were watching, while it was going down? I know I, I had a completely different set of notes in show, and then the fourth quarter happened, and now it's, I got a completely different – view on the game and what was going on but time and time again boston has shown you that dude we got guys that can fill it up all yeah. over the place yep and that's exactly what happened like can you can you imagine if if steph doesn't have that blow up in the first yeah they're up huge they're up <laughs> like what are we even talking about and, right and that's probably the takeaway is that boston can play any type of game that you want to play Right, like again, like I said, I thought the pace was really favoring the Warriors, and the fact that Boston ended up winning this game by 12 points tells you everything you need to know. In the Miami series, there's a lot more slower games, right? So they can play that way. I thought that's how they kind of want to get it with the Warriors. Um, but again, this was a very, very fast-paced game, and Boston was able to hang with them. Boston was able to sustain every single run the Warriors went on. That's probably the biggest takeaway that I have. Like the Warriors were never able to pull away. Again, even in the fourth where they were up double digits and it looked like, okay, this is going to be a 20-point Warriors game, Boston was able to sustain that. Or I'm sorry, Boston was able to counter that and do what they wanted to do, hit the shots when they needed to. Like you said, move the ball really well, continue to play good defense, play smart down the stretch, um, and maintain composure. A lot of teams would crack in that point. Like if you're down 14 to Golden State in the fourth quarter, a lot of teams would crack start doing dumb shit, turn the ball over left and right, forcing things up, trying to play hero ball. It seems like Boston continued to look for the right shot, even if that was from Derek White, Al Horford, Marcus Smart, not necessarily your marquee guys down the stretch, um, and believed in that and committed to it. So, again, that's coaching, man. Like, that's – that's Yeah, they didn't get – saying, hey, this, we're not going to do this hero shit. But it was, but like you said, it was so massive that Jalen Brown came out in the fourth and got him going early in the quarter because yep. it wasn't like a this. panic. It's like, yeah. oh, we're still in the game. Right. There's 10 and, minutes left. And, like, and that's straight. the combo of that superstar shit. But then also, again, like, okay, let's get what we can get and capitalize on that. So, yeah, Brown came out and was like, yeah, we can still do this. And I'm going to get a couple quick threes here, play some D. And he was dishing the ball. I think he had a big, uh, a big dish to Time Lord. And then from there, they just kind of opened the floodgates. And that was when White hit the big three back-to-back. Then Al Horford was just 
lights out. And for all the threes that were hitting the fourth, Derek White, Al, Al Horford, Marcus Smart hit a lot of jumpers in the first half. Sure that, did. that kept them in the game and kept it very, very close. And got Steph into foul trouble. That second foul that Steph picked up on the offensive foul in the second quarter where uh, he pushed off, which yeah, he always does. Back, yeah. But Marcus Smart sold that with a couple extra falls back. Well, you saw what happened before that, though, right? Foul. He was grabbing his arm, grabbing his arm, and then he knew yeah. he was going to retaliate. So he's like, all right, as soon as he pushes me off here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and sell it and pick up offensive and, foul. And that, that's high-level defensive irritant shit. Like, you got to know how to do stuff like that because getting Steph into foul trouble, it gets into Steph's head. It takes him off his rhythm. In the second quarter, he was trash. He didn't score at all. Yeah. Um, so well, they weren't like, dropping anymore, though. Yeah. Well, you have lo- you have big long wings that are now should, stepping up. You should have never dropped in the first place. Yeah, you, can, exactly. you cannot have a drop. Like, listen, man. Like, of all the players in the NBA, of all the players that ever play basketball, Steph Curry is the last guy you want to run a drop coverage on. Yeah, hundred percent. And he's going to punish you, this, you every single time. I'm going to tell you this about Tom Lord. If it's you, him, and the basket, just go ahead, pull it out. Yeah. Just go ahead, pull it out, and reset it. Yep. You're not getting no. You're not getting an easy bucket if if Time Lord is not on the move. If he's already caught up to you, just go ahead, pull it back out. Yeah, it's over with. He's that lock. He's that efficient. That good on defense when it's one on one, especially. So someone yeah, said Dr- Draymond's tricking y'all. He's running around doing nothing. I was saying that in the first quarter. I called Sean. I was yeah, like, you did. He actually yeah. You I was called, like, go the, ahead. say what I you said. Like the, the Looney minutes are way better than the Draymond minutes because at least Looney, if he gets the ball, he's getting rid of it immediately. He knows he's not even trying to look for a shot. I think Draymond missed his first three shots, a, a three and then two shots in the paint. Um, yeah, he was two of 12. Yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't good. Like, it wasn't good at all. I understand he does a ton for them defensively. He does a ton offensively. It's running the offense through him. But if he's going to be two of 12, when Looney's out there just playing with crazy energy, setting screens for Steph and kind of knowing his role, like the Draymond minutes for me were very questionable in this series because he's such a zero on offense. And to your point, Boston has so many guys that can fill it up. You almost can't afford to have a guy. Um, yeah, it's it's hot, but Let you almost you can't something. afford to have a guy like that in the series going two for twelve. You'd rather have Looney playing those minutes. Is Boston gonna make it too tough on Clay for where he's at right now in his? Coming off of two major injuries, he doesn't he doesn't move like he used to. Are they going to make it too difficult for him to? Uh, is, is this the type of game we can expect from from Clay? Is what I'm asking you. Yeah, well, six I mean, of fourteen, couple threes, fifteen points, and he didn't look bad, but he didn't dominate. It wasn't like the Clay he, before, he looked, he, where like right. he's coming off of everything and he's just knocking down threes and he ends up with 25, 26. Right. Um. So he struggled in that regard, but no, nah, man, I just think that this was such a weird game offensively for Golden State. Like, what, did that, what, what, wait, but what is it though? Did everybody get caught up watching Steph? I think they got caught Were they up just watching, waiting up, yeah. waiting on Steph to just continue to do what he was doing in the first quarter. A hundred percent. Yeah, I think I think everybody was waiting for Steph to bail them out in the fourth quarter because the fourth quarter is when it really all fell apart for them in the and offensively, right? The first three quarters they were fine, and it was that last ten minutes of the fourth quarter that they fell apart. Like they should have scored one hundred and twenty points this game. So I mean, if you if you kind of just look at those last ten minutes, they couldn't do anything offensively, and that's when it really fell apart for them. Otherwise, you could look at the first 
40 minutes of this game and they were fine. Andrew Wiggins was doing his thing as far as being that third or fourth guy. Jordan Poole was, wasn't great, but I mean, I, th- I thought they were fine offensively until that last eight they're minutes. That's why him, it was so crazy. They're going to need Jordan Poole to score 20 points. But that's why this is one of the weirdest games I've ever seen. They just completely fell apart at the end of the game. And for a team like Golden State, who you've never really seen do that, it was just, you know. That was what they used to do to people. Exactly. Just like demoralizing jumper possession like, yeah, after possession. And it's like. And grind it out. We can't come back from this. It's over. Yeah. And that's what I thought was going to happen when they were out big in the beginning of the fourth. So, I mean, I I don't know if you can bank on this happening again, but you got to give Boston credit for 100% capitalizing on it. Even without Tatum. But at the same time, if you're Golden State, you're like, yo, is Jason Tatum going to have a game this bad again? So, I think it was just two things that you might not see happen again in this series. And, man, just like the – I don't know what you really learned from this game. It was a fun game. It was awesome. But, like, I don't really know what you really learned from it because you saw some weird shit that might not happen again. Could you see Golden State going flat again for eight minutes in the NBA Finals game? And could you see Jason Tatum, you know, being that timid offensively again? Which were two, Well, you know. I think I learned that Clay's not playing against da- – I mean, Dallas three is for really 17. good. Dallas is really good defensively too. But three for 17. Who? Tatum. Yeah, he was they, terrible. And they won by 12. <laughs> no, yeah. That's they, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was, was, yeah, it was ridiculous, right? Was so, yeah. I guess, I mean. Boston, Boston oh, hit 19, 19 lean, threes and lost the game. Would you, <laughs> would you lean more, this is a throwaway because you're never going to get a performance like from Derek White and Al Horford like that. Like, if you're. If yeah, I mean, just like us watching this fans, so you say like, "Hey, all right, this is a throwaway because you're never gonna get." And by throwaway, I mean it's hard to gauge like a, get a real beat on on how the series is gonna go because yeah. you're never gonna get a a performance like from like that from Derek White or Tatum again. And but I, I just don't see but, like I don't know what to expect that I didn't see from Golden State already. Like this is kind of. If Steph, you're the Warriors, Steph leads them in scoring. You get 2017 from Clay. Like, you know what I'm saying? What are we missing that we didn't get offensively, particularly, is what I'm saying from Golden State? Like, I guess Poole didn't have a crazy game, but like Steph had 34, but 24 of them came in the first quarter. First quarter. Yeah. So that's the first thing you would look at. If you expect Steph Curry to have 10 points through the next you know, 36 minutes of the game, that's not really going to happen. I think the biggest thing, if you're Golden State, you take away is like, yeah, Al Horford and Derek White played the games of their lives, and that probably won't happen again, but we also need to respect the fact that they can do that, right? And that needs to factor in whatever it is that we're trying to do. But we also need to know that, again, Steph Curry won't play like that again. You've got to bank on the fact that Steph Curry's been in these moments enough times and not have played like that. But again, like I just said, knowing Tatum probably will not play like that either. Um, But, yeah, saying Steph Curry led them in scoring, it's like, yeah, Steph had 34, but he should have had 50. Like, he looked like he was going for 50 tonight. He was on fire in the first quarter. He did not score a single point in the second quarter, and in the second half he had 10. So I I don't know if that's ever going to happen again. And I don't know if you're ever going to see an eight-minute stretch of, of basketball like that from the Golden State Warriors. 
I mean, so that, was, that was one of but, the most incredible. That was, was one of the most incredible, incredible fourth quarters I've ever seen. And if I would have told you that would have happened, if you hadn't watched the game, you'd be like, "Oh, Tatum went crazy." It's like, no, nah, not quite. <laughs> yeah, no, not yeah, <laughs> it was, not it was, at all. It was there right <laughs> now, Horford. If we're if we're really being honest, sparked by Jalen Brown. So I think that if you're Golden State, you're not looking at that game like, "Damn, we got nothing for these boys." Like it's 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 kind of a different feeling. It's just like, man, we gave them that one. We fucked that up. We gave them that one, but we can definitely bounce back. And if you're Boston, it's like, yeah, we better get Tatum going because we can't expect Al Horford to hit six threes every game. Yeah, I going into the game on MSG and a couple other spots, I, I was looking around, and I couldn't find anyone that took the Celtics. Nobody. Nowhere. I'm like, what? Well, no, so nobody wants the Celtics, huh? Like, nobody's taking the Celtics? Yeah, ESPN, everybody took, uh, everybody took Golden Bro, State. Bro, everyone was on Golden State. Yeah, you said that made it, the money you said earlier that made it spooky. It was spooky. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. I, I texted it in a group. I'm like, look, I said it earlier. I'm like, makes me a little nervous that everyone's on the Warriors. Right. So I'm going to stay off full game. It was kind of like the Heat game six, right? Yeah, exactly. It's exactly like that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way Boston's coming off a seven-game grueling series. Right. Yada, yada, yada. Man. But do you see what I'm saying as far as like, can you expect this type? Can you expect this to happen to Golden State again? Like, it, it was you. You just don't see them play like that. Like again, quote unquote championship DNA. But you don't see them play like that. Like, I can't think of ever seeing them play like that. And a lot so you're of those saying just yo, just ball it up, throw it out. Yeah, Horford and those guys aren't going to do that. Respect Let's come back those home guys. In game two. Respect those guys because they. Do. Respect those guys because they 100% did it in game one in the finals on the road, right? But know that a lot of shit happened in this game that wouldn't normally happen, whether it's Steph in foul trouble, right? Jordan Poole didn't do shit. Steph didn't really do shit after the first uh, quarter. Al Horford and Derek White were playing like they were all NBA. This is the other issue, though. <clears throat> Not and issue. you could this never pull the- away. I shouldn't say issue, but this is the this is the thing that makes Boston spooky. Like I could see them coming back in game two, Tatum scoring thirty five, and then Grant Williams scoring twenty two. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I they forgot, have guys. I actually forgot he even played today. Yeah, like do you barely, know what I mean? Played, yeah. They have guys that get hot, score in bunches, and then next thing you know, it's the same shit, but different guys. But so does like, Golden State. Derek okay, White's so not gonna look. Derek White's not gonna have the game of his life again. Oh, don't worry. Grant Williams will just score twenty-two. Okay, like or, or Pritchard scores fifteen. Like that's what they just have so many baskets all over the place. That's why they're so scary to me. It's <laughs> but Steph Curry, all things considered, didn't have a great game. On the stat sheet, he had a fine. His game was fine, but. Can you, even say, can you utter that? Is that possible to say? Yeah, the great first quarter. I don't know great, if you he can a, say he that. A, he, had a he still needs somebody. He, hey, someone else has got to step up and he, do some okay, shit. Okay, but he had a great first quarter. Come on, mate. You're so, so just so we're clear, you're saying he didn't have a good game. You can't consider it a good game because it was a majority of it came in the first. Yeah, what do you mean? He had 12 points after the first quarter, 10 points after the first quarter. He didn't score at so all scored... the second quarter. He didn't score at all in the second quarter. What are you talking? What do you mean? 
The game was tight. The game the game was I would consider this a good Steph Curry game, is what I'm saying. Really? The game was tight the entire game. He was good in the first quarter, then didn't really do anything after that. He had zero points in the second quarter. No, I, like, I understand. No, he no, was, no, no, no. He was the, super the light. The whole entire second quarter. He, he was did super not light in the second quarter. He didn't score. And then no, he was he wasn't super, super light. In the light. He was fucking air, hot air balloon. He just wasn't <laughs> even score at all. <laughs> no, but this is still considered a good game. If he, if, if he's going to give you 34, the, I don't care when it is. He's still going to need support, support from the supporting. He's going to need supporting cast to step up and give him some buckets at some For point. Sure, if he scores but what 30, I'm saying you usually count on him to do something for you in the third and fourth quarters. And he didn't, he did something, he did a little bit in the fourth, but he, he didn't do anything for you in the third and fourth quarters. When you're counting on one of the greatest players in NBA history. What do you mean? We, we judge guys on how they play in the fourth quarter. He didn't do anything in the fourth quarter. This is a hot, this is a hot take. Yeah. This I mean, isn't hot. I think it's hot that you're saying that he had a good game. I understand what you're saying that he fell off in the fourth, but that him not score him. He fell off after the first. No. There was nothing to fall off of in the second because he didn't I, score. I understand what you're saying, but it's a little too far to say he didn't have a good game. He scored 34 on 50% shooting if from the floor. The, yeah, he had a great box score. He didn't play great in this game. Steph didn't separate them the way that he does. We talk about all – like, what do you mean? That's what Steph does. He demoralizes you. He consistently sticks a dagger in you for four quarters when he hits demoralizing threes because you give so a just ton so of I'm effort. Clear. Wait, wait, so wait, wait, wait. You... Because you give a ton of effort on the defensive end trying to stop him, and he pulls away, does some shit, and then shimmies on you, and you feel like shit, and that affects you on the offensive end, and let they me, win. So let me get, just so I'm clear, if you, score 20, if you score 24 in the first yeah, and then score 10 after that, you have a bad game, but if you score ten in the first well, and then twenty four in the fourth, I, you, have, you have an amazing most, game. If most folks, hold on, answer the question. What if you score ten in the first? Yes, and twenty four in the fourth, you have yeah. an amazing game. If you score twenty four in the first For and sure. then yes. ten the re- it's a bad 20, game because those twenty four in the fourth where you didn't score a bucket for eight minutes would have mattered in the fourth. Because they could not score in the fourth. So just make sure you spread the points out. So like ten, so like eight, and eight or, is a good game. Or make sure you contribute to your team not going on a fucking twenty zero deficit in the fourth quarter. What do you mean? Yeah. No, why he wasn't? A, he didn't do anything for so eight you, minutes. So just so I'm clear, for Nick, if a nigga scores twenty five in the first quarter, they better score <laughs> another forty in the rest of the game for it to be considered a good game. Just so we're clear. For Nick, if the game is close, you need to show up in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Apparently for you, if you if you score a bunch of points in the first, you're exempt, hey, you're exempt from the rest of the game. If you score 30 in the first, hey, hey, you hey, better hey, score hey, 45 hey, the rest hey, of the game hey, for it to be. Hey, Sean, 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 hey, listen. Hey, Sean, Sean clocks in at nine. He's done working at 11, but wants to be paid till five. Yeah, 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 come on. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not blaming any of this on Steph Curry. Like, I understand that he, he didn't make a big of an impact in the second half of the game as he did in the first half, but. Didn't make as big as an impact. Man, your standards are fucking low. He still, he still needs some help from guys. Yeah, he absolutely does, but he's also Steph Curry and he should be available in the fourth quarter to help you break away in the game. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, I don't it, I don't know how you can't agree with that. I, I, I would like you, I don't Steph know how to, you can sit here and be like Steph. I would like Steph, Steph to score 25 tonight. points and I would like I would like Steph to score no points and then show up in the Wait, fourth so, and score so, 30. So yeah, basically sure. what you're telling me is that timing the timing of your points don't matter. 
that's basically what you're saying. Like his 34, no matter how you come in, it's the same 34. Um, guys who get hot in the fourth quarter and able to close out games don't really saying. matter. You well, said that is what you're saying. You that is said what you're saying. Had, you, you said, said the had, same thing. You're saying 25 in the first is the same as 25 in the fourth, and I'm you telling said you, absolutely a, not. You said he had a bad game. I didn't say he didn't have a great game. You said, <laughs> you said he had a bad he had a, game. He had a great and quarter. I, but I, he had a great <laughs> quarter. What, what is, is it a game or a quarter? Quarter is one-fourth. Quarter is one-fourth. Okay. All right. Okay, I, I understand I, what I, you're if saying. If you go to my crib and I feed you dinner and the appetizer is good, does that mean you had a good meal? If the main course and the dessert are shit, did you have a good meal? No, you had a good appetizer. That's great. <laughs> I might have made you the best calamari ever, but I okay. fed you shit pasta. What are you talking about? But but if but if but <laughs> hey, Sean but came if over. I... The appetizer was great. Dinner was shit, but the meal was excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. Look, hey man, if, come over for crab cakes. Hey man, look, if you I gotta if if I'm cooking, bro, and I and I put together the first course as a is a A plus, I would expect some help from the other people in the kitchen to but put out the house. rest. I'm at to, your house. To put out the rest of the I'm meal. At, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna need some help at some point. Not if you call yourself Chef Curry. I would expect for you to be able to make more than an appetizer tonight. All right. I, I feel you. I feel you. I got to drop in some of these comments, hey, Let hey, me see hey, some go, of these go, motherfuckers. Go to, Sean, go to Sean's house for breakfast and get a good hash brown. Don't have the, don't have the omelet, though. <laughs> <laughs> don't drink the coffee. I, I understand what you're saying. To, to, to close this section up, Steph, Steph, I think that's still considered a good game for me for Steph. He, he, he didn't have a bigger impact in the second half as you would like, but he still needs help. He can't. He's not going to continue a twenty-five point pace. Sean's a Steph Curry apologist that, tonight. That he puts up in the first quarter. Like I don't need. I don't need. I don't need. No, I don't. I'm not asking him to score a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> of course not. But I'm asking him. I'm asking him to 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 make an impact in the fourth quarter. If you're going to sit here and tell me he made an impact in the fourth quarter, I, I don't. I, I don't. I didn't see it. I also think the that fourth quarter was something like we've never seen before. The sure. the game was all of it. They were on the seventeen zero run. At one point, yeah, they did, and it was the O. The O was on Steph Curry. Uh, Steph Curry was part of that O, wasn't he? Or was the O? Or were those fourth quarter, the first quarter points carry over? Is it? I, I didn't understand. So you wanted to see Steph come down, and just take over on? Is his he own. able to borrow from the first quarter and put it towards the fourth <laughs> in your book? Because apparently, no, the quarters you, are great. But but what you but overall, what you're first saying quarter. is you would have wanted Steph to, to you would have wanted yes. Steph to come down and like hold on, let me slow this up and get a bu- couple buckets here. I would have liked him for him to score when it counted because they absolutely needed buckets in the fourth quarter of this game during that 18 to 0 run. And they didn't get any because that's why they had zero. So at some point I understand he had a great first quarter. He set the tone for them. They went up by four after the first quarter, but after that he did not score in the second at all, which contributed them being down. What were they down four at the half? Two at the half, two at the half. Six point swing right there. And then they ended up losing the game by 12 and he scored 10 points the rest of the way or 12 points the rest of the way. Maybe he had 22 in the I mean, first. They, they did smoke him in the third. I think the fourth, they just collapsed. And so it was... Pick a quarter for Steph Curry to have shown up and helped them win the ball game. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Pick a third or fourth quarter. He didn't show up in either of them. You can't sit here and tell me that that was a good game because he scored a bunch of points in the first quarter and that averaged out to 34. That is, that's like, I'm not even trying to be funny. That's like saying, yo, I scored 30 on Tuesday and... 10 on Thursday, I'm a 20-point scorer consistently. Like, it's not. You need to spread that shit out. You need to be consistent. 
You need to contribute. I think when you're being matters. harsh. I understand I that you'd I, want you'd want to see more from him in the fourth, but I think he oh, still needs some I help do. from other people. I, we didn't well. see anything in the fourth. What what do you have? Five points, six points? What are we talking about? I don't know here? what he's I don't know what the breakout was by quarter, but I know he had 10 points in the second half. I'd rather rather have Steph Curry have 43 points today and maybe give me 12 in the fourth quarter when it counted, when they absolutely needed a bucket. Because again, it's Steph's buckets are different. When Steph scores, it's demoralizing because he scores off shit that other people in the league just don't score off of. You can draw up the perfect defense. You can be in his face. He gets a sliver of space and he scores and it demoralizes you. Wait, and it affects you. It affects you in the offensive end. Case in point, Steph hit a huge three in the first quarter. Jalen Brown comes down and just launches a terrible three-pointer. Steph hits a three-huge three in the fourth in the first quarter. Al Horford comes down and starts trying to post folks up like yeah. he's Joel Embiid. So that stuff matters, right? I will so say this. That's what and, I'm trying to tell you. Those and, buckets do matter. Steph demoralizes you with his threes. I will say this. Those a lot, a lot of that 24 in the first two, he was getting wide open looks. Yeah. He was getting wide, wide open looks. Exactly. He was coming off so screen, people were going underneath screens. People were going underneath screens. He was getting wide open looks. And then as soon as they start, they stopped drop coverage and started showing, he didn't score any points in the second quarter. And then they continued that in the second half, and he was struggling. So he's yeah, going to he, need help from other spots. Uh, it, Boston, we just talked about the first quarter it, was unprecedented Steph Curry defense. Like, you don't defend him like that. So, yeah. again, yeah, he did not have a great game. Boston might. He's major, you just you – just, Argued against yourself. He did not have a great. No. Didn't have a great game. You cannot sit here and tell me that I, was a good I, I, Steph Curry I, game. I, I, I will say it's a great Steph Curry game. It was still a good game from him overall. If you put no. it in a, it, it, it just is. It was. Um, it, was it was actually a. a I give it a C minus. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll leave it there. Um, what do you expect to see in game two? What would you like to see? Or is. Man, Boston is really scary, Doc. They are. I, I I said that shit. I've been saying it. They they are really a spooky squad. Anything you want to see in game two, just from the Warriors offensively and how they can get other guys rolling before we get out of here. Yeah, Warriors got to come out with it. it. It sounds cliche, but they have to come out with a shit ton of energy. Like you got to step on their throats early and you got to keep that momentum throughout the entire game. Right. Like, I don't care if you have a 25 point first, but you better follow that up with a 15 point fourth. Right. And that's for everybody. Like they have to come out. They have to take Boston out of the game early. Keep the same defensive strategy on Jason Tatum. Right. Make it difficult on him all series. Um, Obviously, that affected him tonight. You can hope that that can affect him in game two. It might not. But obviously, if it worked, keep doing it. But energy wise, you can't let them go on these runs that kind of take the wind out of your sails. Like you got to be in control of the game from the very beginning. Um, and you got to keep that for four quarters. That's yeah, it. If I, you're going state, that's what you got to do. If you're Boston, going, yeah, get prioritize getting if you're Boston, prioritize getting Tatum easy buckets early so that he feels confident and is aggressive throughout the rest of the game. Yeah, I would if I'm the Warriors, I gotta get Jordan Poole involved and going early. When he's hot and rolling early, he's he 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 starts to have a little bit of swagger that you know he doesn't necessarily have off the jump coming out of the locker room. I would get him going just to get uh, another ball handler, a guy that can handle it and shoot it and do all that. I would get him rolling. Also, you got to get these guys 
No. From all the guys, think about all the guys on Boston. How many of them can finish at the cup? Run these dudes off the off the three-point line. Get them out of the corner and wide open looks for three. Leave Draymond down. I know Draymond's going to be moving a bunch, but Draymond Looney, make them go to the cup and get a, a, a couple. They do. They shot, they shot 41 threes. Bring that number down to 30, 28, 29, 30, and you'll have a better shot, I think, to try to contain those guys because the only guys that can go to the rim and finish consistently, Marcus Smart can too, I guess, a little bit. But it's Tatum and Brown that want to go to the cup again. You'll live with you'll live with Marcus Smart thinking that he can go to the cup and score. Yeah. I think you you can live with Marcus Smart being confident because he's going to ultimately take some terrible shots like we saw in Game Seven of the Miami game or Miami series. So. He was efficient today, but he was, yeah, did his thing. Good. Yeah. If I'm if I'm Golden State, I'm almost allowing Marcus Smart to build confidence because he can become overly confident in his ability. I think three guys are going to have to be twenty plus guys for Golden State. If that's Poole, Wiggins, and Clay, if that's Poole, Curry, and Wiggins, three guys are gonna have to score a dub for these dudes to to be in the game and 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 push it in game two. So I'm looking forward to it. How many days off do we got? Uh, Sunday. So they get two. Sunday. So just NBA is being generous this year. Yeah, yeah. Look, only one. No, no, no. Sorry. Wait, no. Is it Thursday? It's Thursday. So two days. Yeah. Yeah, two days. Friday, Saturday off. Game Sunday. So. They're right. having them, they're having them play every thirty six hours during the first three rounds. <laughs> they were in quick turnaround. So, all right, we'll leave it there for Big Nick the Quick. I'm your host, Sean Lotto. Hey, we're gonna do these recaps every single game after the finals. Game two coming up. We'll do one Sunday night for you guys. Stay locked with us. No catch on Sports Talk Bay Chicago. We out of here.